Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. We make thousands of decisions throughout the course of our day, and by the end of it, the last thing we want to do is make even more choices about what to have for dinner. Say goodbye to last-minute grocery store runs, meal planning, and recipe stress when you sign up for Home Chef. Home Chef makes your nightly routine easier and more exciting with a wide selection of delicious meals that arrive at your doorstep in the form of fresh, perfectly pre-proportioned ingredients and an easy-to-follow recipe card. With 20 unique and flavorful chef-curated meal options available each week, Home Chef ensures you and your taste buds will never get bored. Once you create your Home Chef account and set your meal preferences, you simply select your weekly menus and adjust your delivery dates. Skip weeks or pause whenever you need. Home Chef will recommend meals based on your selected preferences with plenty of menu options to fit any dietary needs. Looking to master the art of cooking? Check out their classic meal kit options complete with chef-written, step-by-step instructions. Don't have time in your busy schedule to cook? No problem. Have a hot, delicious meal on the table and a snack with quick solutions like their 15-minute recipes, microwave meals, and oven-ready options that save you time and effort in the kitchen. Plus, clean up is a breeze. Goodbye grocery shopping. For a limited time, go to homechef.com slash PC1 for $90 off your first month. That's a value of 10 free meals. Again, go to homechef.com slash PC1. That's PC and the number one for $90 off. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we're not here. Uh, we're taking a few days off. Believe it or not, the first official days off since we started this little thing a year ago, which is pretty impressive. I'll take nothing away from Colin Ann. He shows up, and that's the most important thing. And we've been doing this for a year, and we picked out some of our favorite interviews for our uh, holiday week. And in a few days, we start officially with our, our new friends, our new partners at Podcast One next Monday, January, whatever that is, four? January 4. Uh, we're excited about that. You'll see some of the difference. Hopefully, uh, it'll be a big help. We'll uh, enjoy that partnership. Yes, January 4th, Monday, is when we start with Podcast One. But till then, we're getting ready. We're uh, working toward that day. And in the meantime, like I said, we talked to some people over the years and we over the year and we picked out some of our favorite guests and we're going to play those for you this week and i hope you enjoy it and i hope you uh, uh stick with us this week and next week when we come back and uh, start with podcast one on uh monday hope you had a great christmas and a great new year's i had i did i did in fact i'm still full i had a big italian christmas so a big big story over the last nine ten months in uh, all over the country, but especially in New England, especially in Massachusetts, has been the petty tyrant Charlie Baker, much like Andrew Cuomo, Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom, all these these overbearing uh, governors, mayors, and just how they've ruined lives. And we talked to uh, we talked about 
my friends going to gym and how Charlie Baker came up with these uh, these orders, these decrees from above and just ruined lives. And then restaurants have been decimated. With last count, 5,000 restaurants have been put out of business in Massachusetts. And uh, Charlie Baker, our detestable governor, doesn't miss a beat, doesn't even doesn't give it a thought, just says, you're done, you're done. Now we're at 25% capacity. In other words, now we're putting the last nail in the coffin for thousands of uh, Massachusetts restaurants. We talked, we wanted someone. I told Cullen, get me someone who is living this nightmare. And he got me Chef Mike. Chef Mike owns a restaurant uh, in, in which he's invested $300,000 of his own money and his sweat and his tears and his love and his passion and he is just having his legs cut out from under him by our uh, our loathsome governor. And we talked to Chef Mike on the Callahan Podcast just a few weeks ago. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Uh, joining us now is Chef Mike Fucci from uh, Chef Mike's Cucina, a very creative name uh, of his restaurant. He's uh, had this restaurant for a little over a year, year and a half, and he's... Uh, been through it all, man, with the state of Massachusetts, with the governor, with the lockdowns. I talk about these uh, these heroes all the time. We're fighting the good fight on the front line, and Mike is one of them. Uh, he's at his restaurant right now. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good. How you doing, my friend? I'm I'm good. I I you know I rant and rave every day about these uh, measures, about these ridiculous draconian rules that these states, the these blue states especially, have, and I feel bad. For guys like you, but I don't have real skin in the game like you do. Um, tell me what it's been like. What is it? What have the last nine months been like? I know it's been a struggle, but have you? Uh, are you just barely keeping your head above water through all this? Oh yeah, we're we're barely surviving. We have. Uh, I mean, we're down eighty five percent. The eighty five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. We're out of pocket all day long. I mean, I keep. I've kept my staff through everything, uh, or as many as I could. Uh, keeping people employed, I, I, you know, the governor should be kissing my butt just for that alone, keeping people off the unemployment line. But, you know, God forbid he ever thought of anybody but himself. So, uh, yeah, it's been hell. It's been hell. There's been, it was great when, you know, the Fed came out with a PPP loan, but then, you know, people like me weren't eligible because we didn't what? have a year's worth of documentation. Oh. So you needed to backdate yourself that far, which I understand. That's a that's a reasonable request. But for people who were new, you were only able to apply for the EDIL loan. You know, but that came in late July. I mean, that was we were already six, seven months into this mess. And uh, it just because it, I started in January. I, I am fortunate that I have a family that work in pharma. And they were telling me in January, early January, lock your doors, curbside only, it's coming, and you're not going to be able to get out of it. So make sure we do this. And so I did it really early. I was hiring people just to come in and clean all day long and sanitize. I had a kid standing at the door handing people sanitary wipes with gloves on uh, early January. Then you get into February, and that's when everything hit the fan. So people stopped coming out. I unfortunately have been in an area where it's mostly industrial for lunch. Uh, you got what, TripAdvisor, uh, Shark Ninja, and they all went away. Probably 5,000 employees left. <laughs> Those 5,000 employees, when you're doing two, 1,500, two grand a day in lunch alone, and that disappears, and you're down to doing 300 a day total between lunch and dinner, it, it gets really hard. How many employees do you have 
at uh, at uh, Chef Mike's Cucina? Right now, I've got four. <laughs> You're kidding. You only have four employees left? Four uh, employees left out of nine. So you see, here's, and, and I understand that some measures are necessary, and you've certainly taken them, and, you know, wiping their hands and keeping them distant and wearing the masks when you're not, uh, when you when you can. But the thing that drives me crazy is when they do these press conferences and Baker announces uh, new rules, or whoever, Cuomo or uh, Gritch and Whitmer, they seem to just have no concern, no empathy for you at all. I mean, they're they're concerned with you know people potentially getting the virus or the virus spreading. That's their priority, and I understand. But there's rarely even a mention of the small businesses that are being decimated. And again, I give you credit. You've survived. I live in Boston. I walk around, run around all day, and every day there's another sign up. You know, thanks for uh, you know years of uh, you know come uh, patronage, but we're done. And it just one restaurant after another, shuttering, sh- closing their doors, saying we can't do it, and it's not. Because of the virus, it's because of the overreaction to the virus. They just say, nope, can't do it. I can't survive. And you are barely hanging on. I guess the question is, what? Um, how much more can you take? Well, not really much more. I mean, the mandates that are being brought down are just not, not logical. They don't make any sense. This is a, And I'm only going to speak to restaurants right now because this is what I do. We have been for decades mandated. And we have been for decades the safest industry in the country. We have FDA rules. We have serve safe courses. We have everything that we need that we've been COVID safe for decades, long before COVID even showed up. Uh, so, you know, the only things that they gave us for tools, which was fantastic, by the way, I'm not going to lie. You know, the six feet apart, putting up shields, all this stuff, you know, make sure the wait staff wears gloves, everyone wears a mask, put up your, gl- your plexiglass. Those are the only mandates we needed as restaurants. Why? Because we were already mandated. I don't need the governor, and neither does anybody else in small businesses, need a babysitter. You give people tools, you let them use them like adults. If you think you can't trust people, that's fine. Then if you're going to tell people that they can't go into restaurants after 930 because guess what? You can't be trusted because you drink too much, then shut down alcohol across the street altogether. Shut down the liquor stores, shut them all down because it's not a it's not a problem with us. You just you're just picking on us is what they're doing. He's given every single restaurant in this state rules and regulations and hasn't given not one not one solution. Not one. He put out a, a grant program, which is the most sexist, biased thing I've ever seen in my life. You go all the way to the bottom of the page, and what does it say? Preference will be given to women-owned businesses, minorities, and veterans. So forget the white guy who's out here with his business. Okay? Are you serious? What, COVID doesn't affect me? So you're going to give a grant to, to people like that. Now, the veterans, let me touch on the veterans. They shouldn't even have to ask. They shouldn't even have to ask for money. They should get it. You don't got a business unless it's for them. That's first of all. Second of all, how can you put something out there where you're screeching and pre- preaching as a politician, especially in Boston, that you're begging for the world to come together and everybody be a complete unity in community? And then you go throw out a sexist and racist uh, grant program? Are you shitting me? Uh, like, I, I, this guy gets me so pissed I can't even take it, Jerry. I'm telling you now. He's out of his mind. I, 
I, I don't blame you, and it's obviously it's uh, in it's it's all over the country. It's a lot of these blue states, these 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 governors, these mayors again who do not care about people like you, small businessmen. And uh, I mean, you have to hear these press conferences and deal with these new rules every day. Today, we're reading, hearing about Pennsylvania, which is in competition with Massachusetts, New York, Michigan, for being the worst lockdown states there are. Pennsylvania has a new. Uh, decree from on high that you have to wear a mask everywhere at all times they literally are mandating you have to wear a mask in your home <laughs> and and wow. and it's it's kind of funny they 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 said that the Pittsburgh Steelers are not exempt so they're gonna, they're going to demand that the Steelers play games they I, I think they're they're home, not home this week but next week in fact they're on uh, on Thanksgiving I believe or oh uh they're, they're coming up soon at home and they have a mask mandate, so everybody has to, I, I assume they're looking for a waiver. But what is the toughest um, rule or restriction, or, or the craziest rule or restriction that you have to deal with, and what are you expecting to come next? If we talk about rules and restrictions, it's a 9.30 cutoff. That's oh, yeah. the biggest for me because we're looking at tens of thousands of dollars that restaurants and bars are already going to lose <clears throat> on top of what we've lost over the over 2020 as it is and he doesn't care he seems to think he's going to blame the restaurants and bars we're not the problems his lieutenant governor came out two weeks prior to him opening up his big mouth and she says restaurants are 0.0001 percent of the issue with COVID. why because we've been smart about what we're doing because we're smart owners we're smart managers we're not dumb okay so that's that's one portion of it each restaurant is begging and bars begging to recover from COVID for the last bunch of months. And then you slap a restriction on it's going to take us at least let's say everything stopped today, Jerry, let's say the, the vaccine was out. COVID was dead today and everybody could go out safely without a mask and everything else. Okay. It's going to take us two years to recover two years as businesses. We're going to take to recover. If we're still around, this man has watched 25, hundred plus small businesses diminish in his state and go out of business gone never to come back without offering one solution i'd like to know how much money's in the lottery account that he couldn't disperse the small businesses to help save them he sat on his rear end and waiting for the fed to do everything for him when we know that's a total it's, it's a game down there nobody cares down there they only care about right. what type of pork they can slam into a bill to get their friends like the Kennedy Center needed $25 million last time. Are you serious with me? If, if they needed $25 million bucks for the Kennedy Center, you better find a damn family that wants to put $25 million in to slap their name on it or let the Kennedys do it. I mean, we're dying out here and they're screwing around with our chocolate ice cream. And you get the other one in the White House who doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. I mean, <laughs> give me a break here. And it's, you know, listen to me. I'm an, I'm a, I'm an independent guy. I am. So I'm going to slam both sides at this point. Both sides don't know what they're doing. Both sides don't have a clue. And they're leaving us for dead because they've all got enough money to withstand this and they know it. And they don't care about us. Any politician that gets up and says they care about us, really? Why don't we have a bill? I would say, unfortunately for you, we just elected team lockdown and they'll be taken over in January. I think it's different in, in, in red states if... If uh, Chef Mike's Cucina was in, you know, Fort Lauderdale or Jacksonville, you wouldn't have these restrictions. And the thing that drives me nuts, and I'm sure it drives New York, is when they have some rule or restriction, 
and it doesn't make any sense, like a curfew, like the, the, the virus only comes out at night and you go, wait, wait a second, if you make them close at 930 and I see it in Boston, then and I the other night uh, it was this unusual. It was two weeks ago. This unusually warm Saturday night, sixty-five degrees, and all the restaurants with the outdoor seating literally shut down and 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 literally had to kick everyone out. And then they're yeah. out roaming the streets. But what you do is force bigger crowds. I mean, you force people to eat all at the same time. You can't spread it out because you have to close by by nine or you know stop serving by nine. So therefore. It, it, it becomes harder to, to distant or harder to keep people separate. So you have right. things like that that don't make any sense, uh, that don't really uh, – there's no uh, uh, explanation for me on how they stop the spread of the virus, how they keep people healthy. It has nothing to do with public safety. It's got nothing to do with us. We're not the ones causing the problems here. What you, what you have here is a governor and a, and a – let's call it a federal government as well – that are listening to these health experts uh, that like even Baker, he's got a health expert and that's the only reason why he decided to close it because they all got scared. Why? Now, if when you talk about restaurants and that seating that you were mentioning over the summer, instead of letting people come out and enjoy their meals and sit down and, and eat, we're putting time limits on people. So now you get 45 minutes rather than an hour and a half. So because I oh, got to really? turn those tables pretty fast. Oh, yeah. We got to turn those tables. You're going to get your food and you're going to get the hell out. So guess what? That, that limits the amount of food plus alcohol sales you're going to have because you've got to get everybody out in 45 minutes for the next round of people. It's pathetic. And as far as, the, as far as I'm concerned, I think that was just Baker's little step to a full shutdown. And I'm going to be clear on this. And I've been clear several times. He locks this state down. I'm going to be in my restaurant with the open sign. He can send the state police here to arrest me for violation. But guess what? I'll be bailed out, and the next day I'll be in here with my goddamn open sign standing right in my kitchen. Come get me again, and then again, and again, and again. That son of a bitch ain't going to run me out of business. I've had enough of this guy. I'll be here till I'm dead. I See, I, I respect your uh, defiance and your attitude, and I, and I wish you luck. But I've uh, talked to others. I, uh, I talked to a uh, salon owner, hair, hair, hair salon owner one day, and he wanted to say the same thing, do the same thing. But he knew how vengeful a guy like Baker is and how he has the power of the government and it's hard to fight it. They, you, you do that, Mike, and you realize that he will do anything and everything he can to ruin you if you defy Come him. Get me. He will- Come get me. Come get me. I don't sit quiet. I'm, not, I'm, you have, I'm one of the only restaurant owners out here that I know of who's out here with a mouth like mine who's telling this guy off. There's <laughs> not one person I know, not one. And I know restaurant tours for decades. There's not one of them that's stepping up like me, doing the news outlets, print media, and then now you. And every, I'll go, I'm going to keep going. I, 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 see, I, you're right, because there are lots of them like you, lots of them. In fact, almost all of them are like you, and I know some of them. But they are afraid of the repercussions of the revenge from this administration. And, and, and you've, you've seen it in other states. I mean, they will go out of their way to ruin you yeah. if you defy them, and even if it's something that makes no sense. Like you said, you've taken all these measures. You were doing these things, precautions before anybody. And you have more of an interest in this than they do. Because if there's an outbreak at Chef Mike's Cucina, if there's some customer or employees get the, the virus, you know, you're sunk. So you have more of a motivation than they do to be right. careful, to be safe. 
but it doesn't matter. It I don't I often wonder this: who is he placating? Who is he playing to? The governor with these with these insane uh, lockdown measures. I know he loves when the globe blows him a kiss, and he he loves people at you know Harvard and people in the uh, uh, the healthcare field where he used to be. But he's pissing off a lot of people uh, like you. Who's normal the most working. money? Who's at the most money in this state? Who holds per capita the most money in this state? You're you're 65 to 75 year olds, right in that wheelhouse. They're the ones he's placating because he knows one. I, listen, I'm all about safety. I get it. I've been practicing safety forever, and I'll continue to run with the mandates. But those are the people he's placating. He's trying to make people of that age because they know that they're more susceptible to COVID than the rest of us. Okay. He's placating them. He doesn't want to piss off the money in this state. And that's fine. You want to do that? Don't piss off the people like me because I'm not going to sit back and take it. It's not going to happen. I don't care. Let them come what? to me. What do I have to lose, Jerry? What do I tell me? Tell me what you, I have to lose. You, I'm, I, I'm, I know I'm exactly. thousand in debt right now in this place. <laughs> and if I lost it tomorrow, I go to bankruptcy because that's exactly what's going to end up happening. And let me make this one more point. That is the problem. All these businesses went out. Let's say 2,500 plus, because I know the number is at least 2,500 at this point. Oh, yeah. Right? I think it's more at this point. Correct. They've all gone out of business. What were, What are their options now that they went out of business? They got to go to court. They got to do a bankruptcy, which is going to haunt them for the next 10 years on top of it. So not only do you get kicked in the face because of the mandates, but then you got kicked in the face because now you're stuck with a 10-year solid wrap on you for, for, for deciding to go. You had no choice but to do uh, bankruptcy. So, I mean, they're not offering any solutions. If you went out because of COVID, there should be some sort of, you know, if, if the rich can get low loopholes, so shouldn't we. If we go out, we go out because we can't afford to be here. So because of COVID. Now give us the reasons. Give us help. He ain't helping. He's sitting back up in swamps, got chilling out in the beach. What is, what is yeah, he I, I always think of you and, and others. I have good friends who owned a gym. They've declared bankruptcy. Their life savings, they, they owned a gym for 30 years. Their life savings is wrapped up in it. It's all over. And there's nobody who feels for them. Nobody, certainly not the governor or the, the, the Boston Globe or, you know, the people in the, in the healthcare industry that I, I was referring to. But you mentioned 300 grand. I, this the lockdown, these rules drive me crazy. And I'm not. And I don't have a big investment in a restaurant or a gym or a small business. I can't imagine how maddening it is, how frustrating it is for someone whose life savings is invested in this. Because as you point out, if this, if he puts you, if he ruins you, and and he might, it's over. I mean, you don't. It's the, there's this perception, like you know, once there's a vaccine, once we're you know, they'll all come back. They'll come bouncing back like you know, flowers blooming in the spring. All these restaurants today, by the way, or this weekend in the next few days. Fours, you know, legendary sports bar in uh, in, Boston. in in Boston is auctioning off all their stuff, all the stuff they had on the walls, their seats, their from the garden, the Larry Bird jerseys. That's not coming back. They're selling all their stuff. That's what gyms are doing. They're going bankrupt and they're selling all their equipment. Those companies, those businesses, don't come bouncing back when the vaccine uh, is distributed. It just isn't going to happen. It's not. And for the for the, the messed up thing is that. Now they're, they're auctioning off their stuff to hopefully pay down some of their debt, and uh, let's hope it you know does a little bit of dent for them because I'm sure that with the fours is probably a group. It's a group that probably owns the thing, and they're right. they're struggling too. 
I mean, they probably have several locations and they're kind of like, you know, we're losing. How many did they lose? If there's, let's say they have 10 places, they probably lost four or five by now. Right. Especially when you're near the garden because the garden is your, your bread and butter is all the home games. So you're not, you're not making any money. And as far, as far as like people like myself, you know, again, I shouldn't even be here right now. That's the reality. Reality is your first year of business, a first year restaurant has like a maybe a 30% chance of survival. 30% in the first year. In second year, you go to like 50-50. I'm still here during COVID. How the hell am I here? I, so if I lose it, if I lose this place because the governor wants to come at me, congratulations. I don't move that easy. And he, are you he expecting? Are you expecting a full shutdown? I mean, every day this, they're, they're, oh, it's yeah. getting this incremental. Incrementally, they're getting closer to a full shutdown. We know that new, pre, you know, the president-elect Biden said he'll shut it all down. Uh, you know, if he gets his chance in two months, are you expecting to hear it? One of these days, you're going to wake up and they're going to say, "That's it. We're shutting down it." This is a spike in cases because lots of college kids and high school kids are getting tested and you have this spike these people who aren't vulnerable at all and the governor like other governors wants to show everyone that he's in charge that he's in control he's going to shut you down isn't he absolutely i told i as soon as i got as soon as we got those mandates for 9 30 i said it here, come, here comes step one to step two here comes a shutdown and he's going to do it for about 30 days i know he is he can him and marty walsh can get on the TV for an hour, which we don't even need them on there for an hour. They could come out and just say two words and shut up the rest of the time. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're both coming and they're ready for a shutdown. They're preparing for it. Of course they are. They don't care. That's the problem. They don't care. What they're trying to do is blame and point the finger at an industry that's got nothing to do with this. Nothing. You want to blame somebody? You want to test the college kids? Go blame the deans of the schools. Go in there and tell them to get their kids straightened out. Because they're the ones up there partying. Because that was his big excuse on the news, if you remember. But, well, yep. the kids are running around partying too much. Well, what the hell's that got to do with me? You control them. I mean, really, give me a break. You got in, in, high school kids. You shouldn't have sent the kids back to school to begin with. Everybody knew this was going to happen. It's happening across the country. We, we said it. I, I've said it for months. You send those kids back into classrooms, this is going to get ugly. And sure enough, here we are because... Politicians don't know nothing. They know nothing. I, I, they're supposed to be educated. They don't know nothing. Common sense, as soon as you get elected to an office, common sense leaves your brain. Boom, done. You don't have any more. Right. And, and, and everybody was saying it. They're in competition with other governors and other mayors to show everyone they're in control. By the way, you know the solution to the whole problem. You could bang the place out, fill it. If you just put a Black Lives Matter sign in the window and maybe Biden, <laughs> Jesus just call it a peaceful protest. You know, that's the solution to all your problems, right? Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. It's a, it's a solution to all. You know, I mean, I don't understand this stuff. It's crazy. Uh, he's, he just makes up. I, he just making stuff up as he goes along. I don't understand it. I mean, so he, if he, he says. If he says shut it, shut everyone down, you're going to say no. You're going to you're going to keep that open sign, and you're going to be open for business. Absolutely, I will still do curbside. I will still do takeout. I'll be here. I, you know, put the put the handcuffs on. I'm ready to go, and I'll keep doing it every day. And, but if and, he wants to solve this problem, he what he should be doing is monitoring, monitoring. And I, I got to make this point here because I've been making it for a couple of weeks, and I don't think anybody really gets it. 
He should be monitoring supermarkets. He should be monitoring Walmart. He should be monitoring Target. I can walk in and out of those places freely as I want. Nobody counting me coming in and out. The places are packed. Packed. What? Because they're big corporations, you're afraid to fight them? Because they got enough lawyers to put your lights out? Is that why you're afraid? So you're going to come after the small businessman? That's what he's doing, ultimately. That, well, you know, that's the solution to all that. And his mind is, uh, you know, uh, Chef Mike's Cucina can go under in the fours and all the gyms, but you can always work at an Amazon distribution center, Mike. There'll always be jobs there. You can go to Target. You can go to Home Depot. That's the new economy. Those places have thrived in the last nine months, and they're going to thrive uh, forever because all their small, you know, business competition, you know, the small hardware store, this, you know, the small grocery store is going to be gone, and it's going to be nothing but the big corporations. And every every movie theater is going to close, and it's going to become an Amazon distribution center. That's the new world order. And that's okay with a person like Charlie Baker or, or Cuomo or Whitmer. They're they're fine with that. Agreed. So what are we doing? So what are we going to do about Black Friday is what I want to know. Nobody <laughs> said anything about it, right? No one's talking about it except for Amazon and Target. They're the only two, maybe Walmart too. They're the ones saying, well, well you know, we're going to do online ordering and all this stuff. Who's stopping the people from getting in line to pick up their curbside stuff? You know there's going to be thousands of people that do this traditionally. Right. They may not put it on the stores, but they'll still be on that sidewalk. Who's putting the mandates in to keep them apart? Are we going to put the National Guard at every one of them and say, hey, you're not six feet apart? No, he doesn't care. And if he did care about this over the grand scheme of all this stuff, Marty Walsh and he wouldn't be issuing permits for people to go and protest together. When he put the mandate in, we wouldn't be celebrating Biden's win in the middle of downtown Boston getting together. On the news, you could see hundreds of people thousands half of no masks like what are we doing if you're going to be in a group of people i don't agree with groups of people get out of groups of people wear a mask but you don't need to wear it in your house what the hell is this out in your house stuff you want to pay my mortgage too come pay my mortgage i'll wear a mask you wear, wear it in bed where did we go here's your you brought up a great point though thanksgiving you got all these new rules you can't have people from other households you can't have more than 10 people over in some states it's six in, in oregon and we know the rules in california are insane the governor there wants you to put your mask on between bites of your dinner you can't you can't go to high school football games those are all canceled you can't have a road race canceled but at midnight you know walmart and target are going to open and uh and people are going to, as always, go stampeding into these stores for the whole day on Black Friday. And it's going to be comical. Like, you're not allowed to have some of you know, your, your, your cousins or uncles over for dinner, but you can all go. You know, hundreds of you can go to the store at the same time and, and, and shop and, and, and breathe all over each other. And they'll say nothing. They'll do nothing. It's, it's the, the double standard or the arbitrariness of it is what drives me nuts. And I don't have three hundred grand wrapped up in it like you do. What about your uh, fellow restaurateurs? You started a Facebook group, and uh, you got a few. I mean, everyone feels the way you do. Every restaurateur, but not many are ready to do as be as be as defiant and do what you plan on doing. If they shut you down, are there going to be others like you who say screw that and stay open? I believe so. I've been talking to a few of my friends. They're just like you know, look at we got families to support. And to be honest with you, our restaurants, they really are our children. I mean, these businesses are our children. They're just an extension of our family. I mean, we don't do this just for the fun of it. 
And we do this because you know, it's our lives. It's our, what we do. It's how we support each other. The, the government doesn't get that. They think this is a game that we can just, yeah, it's all right. You lose your business. You go do bankruptcy. Ten years from now, right. you can be all settled. Yeah, okay. It's that easy. Well, that's it's that easy when you got a couple, three million sitting in a bank account and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, it's it's disgusting. And as far as the governor of California, someone ought to tell this guy there's a camera in every room. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna really you're gonna mandate people to eat with with a mask on and between bites. Maybe you should have thought of that when you were out eating dinner the other night, and they got a picture of you and your friends sitting at a table at a restaurant with no masks on. You son of a bitch. Yeah. At the All French right? Laundry, which is uh, four hundred dollars yeah. a plate. Uh, why didn't yeah. you Why didn't you think of that name, French Laundry? You call it the Italian Laundry. That'd be pretty catchy. You know, I got. It's funny. The name. Everyone thinks I named this place after myself. I didn't. I named it after my uncle. They really did. Uh, he's my chef, and they, 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 I named it after him. But people are like, oh, Chef Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, I'm an egomaniac like that. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> uh, I've experienced this myself. Has Facebook come after you? Because they don't like people stepping out of line, especially as a group, as a movement. Yeah. Uh, have you been flagged by Facebook for uh, daring to defy the government? Well, they're making me, they, what they're making me do with the group is uh, put uh, – approve everyone's posts now and they keep extending the date out the first it was january 1 and that was january 10th the 17th the 29th and it goes on and on they keep pushing the date out that i have to approve posts well if i'm going to approve posts i'm going to approve everything of course i'm going to approve everything well, well don't give me that kind of power i mean if you if, <laughs> i'm going to the page is there for a reason people people want to voice their opinions and if facebook who I, Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine jokes, all of them, all jokes. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. This, this it's, is like, it's, it's know, frightening. What's they're, it? the they're, they're all on team lockdown too. It's frightening. Yeah. And I mean, is, it, is this freaking Beijing? I mean, really feels like it sometimes it, it honest to God does. And you got the meat, you got everybody against you. Honest to God, Mike, you got big tech, you have, uh, you know, the, the government, the local government, the soon to be the federal government, I hope the police in, you know, whether local state police, I hope they defy these orders. If governors start telling them, you know, to go and check and see how big the groups are in people's houses or see people are defying in Pennsylvania, they're demanding people wear masks at home. How are they going to enforce that? Are they going to go door to door or look yeah. in the windows like, like they do in New York? Cuomo has people looking in the windows to make sure people are following his orders and not having big groups over for dinner, particularly Jewish groups. Yeah. Hates well, Cuomo, groups. Cuomo and his brother are mentally irregular, the two of them. I mean, they should, they, they really, the two of them should slap each other across the lips. And, and they, they, neither they, of them follows their own rules. Yeah. They, 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 they don't wear masks. You spy on people? We're spying on people now? You're yes. going to make the public do your bidding because you don't want, you know, it makes no sense. As far as like groups going on that stuff, we, we're fine. With the, with, the, with the Facebook groups, if they just let go of the mandates, and I know that they have the Facebook doing whatever, you know, Congress wants them to do, to spy or do whatever they think they're doing, and I don't know how the hell you control an election through Facebook. I'd love to know how that happens, because they swayed my vote big time. Well, Not really. Uh, um, so <laughs> I, I'm looking for, I am looking for, I'm with you. I think more, more measures are coming. I don't know if it's a complete lockdown, but they are not, they do not have any sympathy for you. They don't care that your life savings is on the line here. I'm looking forward to you defying the orders from uh, our dictators, uh, particularly uh, Charlie Longshanks, our governor in, in Massachusetts. Um, but uh, I'll, we'll be watching. Mike, we'll be rooting for you. 
That's for sure. Anybody in the area wants a wants a good good meal. What's the specialty at Chef Mike's Cucina? Everything. It's all edible. Yeah. <laughs> it's all edible. Go get some get some pasta, Big Mike's Cucina, and you know if the governor shuts them down, get a uh, get a gift certificate or get takeout. Yeah. Man, we got to support people like you. I I wish you luck, Mike Fucci at of, of Big Mike's. I should call it Big Mike's Cucina. Yeah, we could have done that one too, but my uncle didn't like that that name very much, so I didn't do it. <laughs> well, well yeah, good luck, name. Mike. I, I'm afraid you're going to need it, pal. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. I just want to say one more thing before we go. Sure. We talk about local government. We talk about the local, local, like in Needham. I'm going to say this. You touched on it with the police. They've been nothing but fantastic, the local government, and as well as the Needham Board of Health. People like that, they've been fantastic through this whole thing. They have been nothing but helpful. And I got to tell you, I'm shocked at that a little bit, but they've been phenomenal. It's, I don't even think they agree with the governor. I really don't. So, I mean, they've been fantastic for us. So, I mean, you check in with your local board of health and, you know, say hi and see if we'll see what they're doing for you. So, all right. Well, again, good luck. We wish you the best. Yeah. And uh, I'm afraid you're going to need it. I don't envy you right now, my friend. You are. You're not. You're you're taking on some big, powerful forces, and uh, they don't care. They don't care about you at all. So, all right. Th- uh, thanks, Mike. And uh, again, good luck with it all. All right. I just want to once again thank our, our great sponsors, Shea Concrete and Allied Paving in DCU. We love the folks at DCU and everybody who stood with us who, uh, for the last twelve months. It wasn't easy, as everybody knows. It was a crazy year, a challenging year. We made it through, and we were hoping to uh, to do what we're going to do Monday, January fourth. Hook up with a big comp- a big podcaster in Podcast One. That happens Monday, January fourth, and we're looking forward to it. Once again, thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who who rated, reviewed, told a friend. Uh, we we wouldn't be here after twelve months without you. So we really, really appreciate. It. I appreciate all uh, all the co-hosts, sidekicks, whatever we want to call them, Shattuck. And uh, Turtle Boy and Reamer and VB and Mute and uh, and you name it, Bob Snyder, and especially Dave Colony, that dope. He showed up every day. We've been here for a, ye- a year, almost a year now, haven't missed a day. We're taking a few days off, prepping, preparing, getting ready for our big hard launch on January 4th when we uh, team up with uh, Podcast One and do this thing for real. We're looking forward to it. But any again... I hope everyone had a great Christmas and a great New Year's and a great New Year's Eve. And we will talk to you again January 4th. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.